Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of EdgeGuard Podcast, a podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe, student games, art games, weird games, indie indie games, like really indie games. Uh, my name is Jordan. With me, as always, is my good friend and co-host, Blake. I'm tired. Blake is sleepy today. He needs to he needs to do some jumping jacks this episode of the podcast. Perhaps. It's Saturday, man. We don't normally record on Saturday. I know. It's, it's like- true. We nor- well, although it's also like mid-afternoon, early afternoon. Normally we record late at night, so you should feel more awake. What's up no, with your what's true. up it's, with your sleep it, schedule, dude? It's Saturday. I I very rarely sleep in anymore because I'm uh, I'm working stiff. I wake <laughs> up at like 6:30. Even on the weekends I'll be up by like 7 Disgusting. most of the time. Uh, but last night I, I was I was able to to stay up late enough to to sleep in today. Uh, I sleep yes. in. I'm I'm like kind of groggy the whole day, so you're, I'm operating about 80, 70, 80 percent. So 70, 80 percent. You know what? I think that's that's all I need from you. You know, you can even tone it down to sixty. I kind of want a little less, actually. Oh, okay. I <laughs> just, no, like, I'm just, just kidding. Like, just no. like down here, you know. <laughs> no, I want you to give everything you got, no matter what it is. I um, will. Uh, today we're talking about a game um, that is called Type Dreams. Uh, it is the new game, um, not quite um, finished. We Here's played. A question: it. Is it actually new? Do, is it not? I don't. Uh, keep introducing it. And we'll talk about this. Oh, okay. I think it's been like in development for a long time. Um, mm. Maybe it this version is new. Um, okay. but it's, uh, cause it is still in development. There's like locked sections that aren't, haven't been released yet, but it's a, uh, a game by Richard Hoffmeyer who his claim to fame is he made the game cart life, which is like a game about being, a uh, like destitute person living, uh, hand to mouth out of a cart. Um, and that's what he's known for. This is his next game since then. Uh, this game, I mean, just the short version is it's a typing game. It's like about um, trying to type uh, prompted text that appears on the screen. There's like race mode. There's kind of like time challenge mode. Uh, and there's like vaguely freestylish mode. But the, the main thing is that you're kind of doing like a guitar hero thing of just trying to like uh, type as quickly and uh as on like with as few of errors accurately. as possible yeah accurately yes that is the word that is the word i want as on type typing as <laughs> you you can without errors <laughs> to type without error is to live jordan i that sounded very Isn't anything. deep but i don't yeah, it was <laughs> if you don't think about it very much it was deep <laughs> but i did think about it so it's no longer deep welcome to my podcast <laughs> um yeah so we played that game but wait now i'm curious why did you think it's not uh new somewhere i, I found the credits in the game by by accident while i was going poking around through the menus and it you said saw two, 1892 it said 2012 to 2019 oh. 2012 my man that's old as fuck that's seven years that's a very long time well all the so, articles that i saw for it are from this month or last month oh okay okay um, well i guess maybe it just like barely March released but i wonder if this has been like i don't know not his primary thing i mean i don't know that much about richard hoffmeyer maybe he's you know 
this like gaming is making games is a is a side gig for him or side hustle or something but <laughs> yeah but maybe. uh seven years is a very long time yeah which in fairness this game does seem like it has a lot of stuff in it like a lot of stuff oh in yeah it. it's big it's like a surprisingly big game with um like surprisingly like fully realized uh like pixel graphics um mm. yeah, like, yeah it's definitely got like a look it yeah, is oh, it yeah. is it is serving looks from left to right the, the well yeah the it's interf- it, it it supposedly takes place in like 1892 loosely i mean it's not really like maybe that'll be more serious in the story mode but mm-hmm. so it it has a very like um i don't know how to describe it kind of like daguerreotype look like old mm-hmm. old photographs or like sure. etchings um that kind of like uh lots of sepia uh sure. lots of um uh yeah uh and then like kind of the like fonts and um graphic design that just evokes the late 19th century sure um uh yeah um so like i said this game is uh not complete the game the version we played has the uh the racing mode uh with there's like different people that you are racing against or like ais that are typing um and then it has the kind of single player like I guess quick, quick mode, play yeah. practice mode. Uh, so that's what we were looking at. It looks like the future mode will have some sort of story mode. Um, I'm not sure what that'll entail. I'm actually very curious, but the, some of the quick play modes are like uh, the text that you're typing out, have a kind of story to them. So one of the mm-hmm. ones that I did was uh, Socrates defense. So when he's like trying to tell the people of Athens, Oh no, I didn't poison the minds of the youth. Please don't kill mm-hmm. me. Uh, you're typing out. I, I don't think it is like an actual transcript from something because it it felt like jokey in a way that I don't think the yeah. Um, so I think it's yeah. like a, a fictionalization of the actual Plato dialogues. But um, yeah, that's yeah. What, I mean, that's what you're typing. The, so this game credits original writing to. Uh, well, actually, I can't read it because the itch page is uh, is dead. If it's broken, or if these people are intentionally redacted. Uh, <laughs> I don't know either. Redacted well, I, d- I did. Some of them said by Richard Hoffmeyer, but not all of them. Yeah. I don't remember what the other names were. But it um, says featuring writing by 20 poets, keyboard experts, novelists, hard news journalists, professors, and comedians. So, uh, yeah, well, know. that that made me think that maybe some of it is like, uh, I'm, I'm really not sure. Because so, some of it sounded like it could be like, you know, just op- open domain text sure. that he found but then yeah, absolutely but it was kind of like on the line where i wasn't sure like there's nothing that i was like ah yes i recognize that that's a famous passage yeah. from this yeah thing. well there was there was a lorem ipsum oh yeah yeah an exercise that is literally just that so the default so that, text that appears in all like uh microsoft word templates <laughs> well i mean it's you know why that is right i actually literally don't well i okay i don't know the origin of it but like uh, as a programmer, a it's like a way to test the amount of text that you want to display on a page without having to come up with text to put there. Like there's a billion lorem ipsum generators where you tell them how many characters or uh, or words you want, uh, oh. and it just generates a bunch of text. You can like as a web developer, which is what I do. A lot of times it's like, okay, well, we maybe don't have the all the text we're going to put on this page, but we're going to put in a bunch of placeholders so we can see what it will look like when it has text on it and like how much of the page we want right. that text to take. Right, up like and, it looks it looks like natural text rather than just being like 
yeah like gobbledygook like gibberish yeah, yeah. so and i like just googled can, it and i am very it actually has an interesting history it is okay. a passage attributed to an unknown typesetter in the 15th Ooh. century so this is like Ooh, early shit. like early Wait, typesetter in the 15th century yeah Damn. dude like the beginning history beginning of print uh and uh who is thought to have scrambled parts of cicero's de finibus bonorum et malorum i don't know what that means mm. um although i do know that bonorum et malorum means like i think it means like good and bad so of things good and bad maybe something like that huh. um i don't know that text but so yeah that is a fun fact so i guess that's going in with the the games kind of like being about typing history yeah um, yeah so here's a question so the, the a lot of the in the in the racing mode which currently is kind of like the main mode i guess because the practice yeah. mode seems like just a way to sort get better of, at the um, racing mode yeah like as you as you play you unlock these these books and the books are basically just like typing exercises yeah so you unlock like the, yeah, Lord, the racing mode unlocks the exercises so yeah and then you go back in the exercises and even the exercises you can unlock more books oh that's right yeah uh that you can anyway um so you uh in the racing mode, you're competing against uh, legendary typists, I guess. Do you think those are real or do you think they're fictional? I, like, I meant to look it up and I don't. I did too. I don't, that's another thing I I should have written down some of their names. Um, I didn't, Here, there's one There's one I can see on the itch page. I'm going to look her up right now. Um, are they, are there legendary typists? Is that a thing? <laughs> I mean, probably. I actually, this is, this is, uh, only partially on topic, but I had a high school teacher uh, whose name I don't remember because I did not like her and have expunged her from my mind. But <laughs> she uh, she taught some of like the computer literacy type classes, and mm. she uh, her claim to fame was that when she was uh, you know young in the in the seventies or eighties when she was like young, she was a secretary, uh, and she was so good at typing quickly that she competed and was a competitive typist and her, mm. I think she said she could claim she could type like 160 words per minute or something crazy. Uh, yeah, and that so is that crazy. Like, that was her, her whole, her whole shtick was that like, I'm really fast at typing and she would sit at the back of her classroom just <laughs> typing like a maniac, you know? Um, yeah. So I actually was, uh, wait, was that, sorry. Was that the end of that story? It was the end of that. Story. Okay, sorry, it wasn't I, a very I, good story. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. I just, um, I, uh, I was um, curious because it gives you your words per minute, your typing mm -hmm. speed. I was like curious how good I am, and um, I learned uh, that the the world record typing is two hundred and sixteen mm -hmm. words per minute. Yeah, he's in the game. Oh, that is. Wait, Stella Pajunas? No, 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 Barbara uh, Blackburn. No, okay, maybe this is a the what the the one the the oh maybe the game is fictional then. I yeah, because the, the, the highest typing speed ever was recorded like, was set by Stella Pajunas in 1946 on an IBM. 1946. Yeah, it hasn't been broken. Wow. But that was Holy it. Doesn't shit. say what language that was. Fastest English language was mm. in 2005. Who managed mm. to hit 2012 during a test? I think that might be who. Who did that? Uh, Barbara Blackburn. Oh damn! Because in the game, there's like, uh, so sort of the way it presents the the races is it's like, uh, it's presented by keyboards, right? Like it starts with yeah, like yeah. the some really Remington, old keyboard in yeah. the Remington in 1892, and then like the calligraph, and it 
um, goes keeps up going to up, the... up to IBM. And then it, there's one that just says like modern. And yeah. if you click on that, there's only one person you can compete against. And he's like, uh, these are like voiced lines of someone being like, hi, I'm so-and-so <laughs> I set the world record for typing such and such fast, but it's a male. So I'm curious if like all oh, of these yeah. characters are fictionalized. Cause like the that first one question. you can compete against on the Remington is a woman who's like, I'm so-and-so G so-and-so. And yeah, um, you may, you don't know who I am, but I was one of the first, uh, legendary typists or something, but yeah, like I the, the way they, ta- the way they said it really reminded me of like a educational game. I played Absolutely. in like fifth grade where they're like sneaking in the historical facts you're supposed to learn while oh, you're playing, sure. while you're playing the game. So it, I, yeah. it did feel re- like true to me, but I guess it, it seems like maybe not. Yeah. Now I'm like questioning everything, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I just uh, saw, you know, is anything real. I saw that old timey graphic and I was like, this all has to be true. This anything old timey is real. If it's printed on something that looks old and shitty, it must be real. It must be true. You know, um, um yeah, so, so I guess oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I was going to say the thing that that kind of confused me about is I saw. So first of all, I the highest I got playing is I did get one time 80 words per minute. Which is pretty good. I looked up. That's like 80, 80, which is like, like, uh, upper of like standard people's typing speeds. That's yeah, in the, yeah. the upper percentiles. Although I average around more like 65. Yeah. Um, and then, but there, I, I got this prompt at one point when I was trying to click which people to race against that it was like, unlock this by typing 150 words per minute. I was like, what Holy the hell? Shit. How am I ever going to do that? And it seems like 150 is like competitive, typing levels yeah yeah that's actually i'm glad glad you brought that up because that's kind of a vibe i got from this is that like this game is maybe for like actual real like hardcore good typers typists yeah yeah like like competitive typists this is like maybe a little bit more niche than i thought or like it has the potential to be that i mean yeah it has like uh, a range of skill levels yeah yeah but it's it's something interesting i found is that like my normal uh like words per minute typing speed is like not that bad anymore because a couple years ago i was like listen i'm gonna be typing a lot for the rest of my life i can get better at it (laughs) and i had a shitty boring internship that was bad and was miserable so instead of doing the boring work they would give me i would uh just typing i would just do practice because it was like it i found this piece of software it was like a web app that like looked it didn't really look like anything it just kind of like looked like a a blank it looked semi-technical so most people when looking at it wouldn't realize that i wasn't like working on actual work uh and i would just practice typing for like four hours a day and i got much better <laughs> um but something about this game i was fucking trash i think the yeah. best i got in the game was like 35 words per minute oh, i was averaging really? like 28 something about like the the combination of like interface and the way everything was laid out i could not deal i could absolutely could not deal with it yeah i so i had i had a few i definitely had a few of them where like so you have these you have like there's a lot of variants in which like text you're trying to type and there were a few of of them like straight up levels that were like so hard that i was in a similar range i think the lowest i got was like 25 on one of them it was just Mm. or 20 even it was just so bad that i just like couldn't do it uh, because like the thing that I found really hard in the 
the one-on-one challenges is a lot of them start with like the title of the piece and it's like so the first letters capitalize in quotes lots of punctuation uh, parentheses of what year it came out parentheses of the year it came out yes so and then and then the numbers of the year so it's like all the all the things you're used to typing quickly which is like just the alphabet you're not doing Mm -hmm. at the beginning and by the time you get through the hard part and actually get to the text the yeah. the AI doesn't like slow down on that part. It seems like they have a consistent speed throughout. Sure, uh, and they've and already another, like smoked me by then. Yeah, another aspect we haven't talked about is that uh, the way everything presented is like is historically uh, from like earliest date to latest date, and the keyboards you are typing on are supposed to be like date accurate for when the people you're supposed to be playing are alive. Like so, the re- they're categorized by keyboard. Right, so right, right. On the Remington. Uh, if you yeah. <laughs> if you mistype a word, uh, you can't backspace. There is no backspace. Yes. You have to like hit the spacebar to clear it and start all over. Start a new and, line. Yeah, yeah. And I honestly think that was one of the things that set it's me back really so much. Hard. Was just like the instinct of just like, oh, I fucked something up. Go like jam the backspace. Was just like yes. I would just like type something, jam backspace, and then like try and type it again. Like I'd already be trying to c- type the correct thing, and yeah. it's like, oh no, I just have to hit spacebar to clear yes. the whole thing and start it all over. And that was incredibly frustrating for me and i was very bad at it and yeah, never got good at it i i had that exact same experience it's funny like this this game like when you turn typing into a game mechanic it really like reminds you how much of typing is like totally non-conscious and reflexive and that yeah like, that when you try to like reinsert consciousness into it into like oh i need oh. to press space you just grind to a halt like <laughs> absolutely <laughs> um uh yeah i actually had a moment where i was um I had been playing Sekiro and I had like finished playing something a really hard part and I was like, okay, I need a break from hard game. I'll play the game for the podcast and uh, and and do that. And then I was like, oh, oh, this is the hard game. Oh yeah, this is this is, the real star- Dark Souls starts here. Starts on the keyboard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think you're right that there's there's something about um, reframing something you do every day that's basically muscle memory as like, no, this is a game and you actually have to like think about the ways in which you are bad at it or like <laughs> try to come to terms with it where like something about my body just like p- panics. It's like, uh-huh. it's like, this is my job every day. My job is to sit and write code all day. I type all day, every day. And I'm so bad at this. Like, and like every time I look at my fingers, I'm like, fuck, that's cheating. I can't do that. You know, if, <laughs> every time if, you look uh, at your fingers, oh, that's funny. yeah, nothing, nothing was risked and nothing was gained. If I look at my <laughs> typing, <laughs> I love that that's already become a meme. I hope that uh, I hope that our listeners already know what that reference is. Did you did you see the new one that came out like today that was like from XCOM 2 where it's, it's like a video clip of someone save scumming and then they had like the voice actor for the commander to come in after and be like commander you you know nothing was risked and nothing was gained. Wait, like they put it in the game? I don't know. I don't think it was actually in the game, but the, oh, the actual, someone like, like made official it. no, the official XCOM like Twitter account got the actual voice actor from the game <laughs> to read uh, the that whole that is amazing screed. Which if if I guess now we have to explain it because we've talked about it too much. Uh, yeah. We it was we hinted a, last a, week yeah. about the whole like uh, Sekiro difficulty conversation, which we're not engaging with. No, we're not engaging uh, with. But it. we are engaging with the memes. We're, we're merely referring to it. 
where there was some piece of writing uh about, yeah it was a like, polygon article that was i cheated on the final boss of sekiro and i feel fine so yeah, clearly like that was someone who was poking the bear right like that yeah, was like this debate yeah. is something people's having i'm gonna just light it on fire <laughs> yeah and then some internet pedant uh wrote up <laughs> this this uh paragraph of explaining how uh, you're really cheating yourself if you yeah. cheated a game because the the whole the whole purpose is X or Y and it was just like yeah it was like oh, you so you stupid. lost you you gave up on an opportunity to better yourself basically yeah <laughs> yeah and so now it's 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 become memed and now that we've explained it to you it is no longer funny you're welcome well I think it's still funny because the I also because especially since it's one of those memes where. Uh, people that I'm not expecting to be part of that debate yep. have already started using it, and so it like oh, pops yeah. up my Twitter feed in context I wasn't expecting. So yeah, good yeah. shit. It is, it is, it is coming up. It's you know memes sometimes they good. And the, and uh, then just the the line nothing was risked, nothing was gained is just so like yeah, it's, it's like very self self serious that I uh, it, I like it. It's good shit. Yeah, yeah, it is good shit. I'm I'm hopeful that that uh, internet idiot is uh, <laughs> proud of everyone uh, having fun at his expense or her expense. Uh, um, I think I, I think I saw the original, the original Twitter thread before it uh, like became a meme. And I think it was a dude. Yeah. I mean, it seems like something that <laughs> uh, a, a white guy wrote. Yes. Uh, yeah, a very online gamer guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Anyway, that's yeah. that was a tangent we went on. <laughs> that was a tangent. Uh, back to uh, type dreams. Um, another thing on the topic of uh, like things that are tricky about like interfacing with the game is uh, this is one that I thought was really interesting, but I found it hard to do, which is because it wants to um, sort of the game wants to evoke the the like mechanics of an old typewriter. Oh, sure. In order to start a new to line, say. you have to slide your finger across f1 all the way to f12 like hit every button yeah, which simulating is simulating a carriage return yes exactly a manual carriage return on on a typewriter which you know is in the really old ones that's how you started a new yeah. line um and i thought that was really cool as like a, a a way of you know making use of the whole keyboard in the game mm-hmm. but it was it was another one that was like really hard for me to to like wrap my head around because you know i just want yeah. to press enter yeah, it's it's something that I feel like almost would uh uh I I really wish the story mode existed in this game because I feel like something yeah. like that would be much more fitting in like a a story mode where there's uh you know a story and uh you know themes or something uh rather than like yeah. uh, competitive speed typing now also do this thing that you've literally never done while typing before probably yeah. uh and also depending on your keyboard it might be like really uncomfortable and unpleasant to do <laughs> something about like sliding my finger along the keycaps uh didn't feel great and i didn't like to do it i know it is also like the key sliding keys is most keyboards are really not designed for that and especially since i have a mechanical keyboard they're like yep tougher and clickier they really don't like to slide yeah it was it was not a fun thing to do every time i had to do it i was like finger my fingers are bruised yeah you know it's it was i've been damaged my poor fingertips just (laughs) kidding i I do much worse things to my fingertips uh that was a what do you do to your fingertips? Rock, rock oh, climbing. rock climbing. Okay. Yeah, rock climbing. Bad for your fingertips. I don't know what I was imagining. You just like hammering on like your fingertips with like a meat tenderizer or something. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I do that also. Yeah, it's how you toughen them up for rock climbing. You got to just... Exactly. Forged in fire, you know? <laughs> Literally, um, I burn my fingertips. I singe them. Also, yeah. se- also so you leave secondary no benefits. Yeah. Exactly. The government can't track me down. Yeah. Once you get in a rock climbing related, related murder, uh, mm-hmm. you will, there will be no evidence. It's all over. Nobody will know which gym you climbed at. It can't prove my, you- my belayed device malfunctioned. <laughs> Uh, um, but I, I do want to like, I don't know. So the thing about this game is I wish I was better at it because it seems yeah. like there's genuinely a ton of stuff in it. Like, I don't know if you went through it's the menus and huge. looked at all the books, but there's like, I did. I unlocked probably 20 books, maybe fewer, maybe a few more. Uh, and there were probably like 200 that you could lock. Yeah. There were, there, there were so many that I wanted to, I didn't get, I didn't unlock any in the smut category and I, wanted I didn't to either. So I wanted bad. to do this. I couldn't figure out. The other thing that's tricky is I wish it gave, it told you, um, like what you needed to do to unlock them. Yeah. Cause then I literally would have gone straight to how I unlocked the smut. Cause I think it'd be really funny yeah. to be like speed typing out like yes. a pulp romance novel. That sounds hilarious. Yeah. And it definitely seemed like old timey smut too. Yeah. Like, like, like he found something from like 1910 or some shit. That would be, yeah. that would be fun. Or like, or like the, those letters of like Warren G Harding to his old mistress. Have you ever seen those? Oh no, I haven't. I want to say it's Warren G Harding. Uh, it's one of the presents that you always say with a middle initial, but I, I never remember which one it is. Uh, but there's some old president, uh, where they had like a, a, a torrid affair <laughs> with some, uh, woman and just like writing, uh, these like letters where he's like, has a nickname for his penis, uh, or he's calling <laughs> it like Tom and it's like Tom, uh, can't wait to to see you again and <laughs> climb the mountain or something. It's just like all this like old timey. Uh, oh, I've I've found them. It is it is Warren, is Warren G. Harding. G. Harding? <laughs> yes. Oh gosh, these are. It's a uh, you know it's a uh, pretty titillating for uh, nineteen thirteen. Uh, <laughs> good stuff. I forget what uh, all the weird. Uh, Jerry Mount Jerry is what he nicknamed his penis. So you just be like, Mount Jerry. Uh, I should, I should hope that you and I will, that you will uh, climb Mount Jerry again on my behalf and, and uh, to see your, your uh, pink uh, rose colored lips again. And for Jerry to feel that it's just like, Whoa. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I really wanted to you type know, that type out. out. Exactly. I want to live out Warren G Harding's fantasies uh, in, in a textual video form. game in, in 2019, yeah. over a hundred years after the letters were written. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, cause like definitely my favorite one that I did was the Socrates one. Cause it had a little bit of a, uh-huh. a narrative. Cause like lots of ones you type and I did find that these were way harder was ones mm-hmm. where it's like, uh, it's either, uh, nonsense, like the lorem ipsum dolor, which did get surprisingly uh-huh. hard. Or it's like, like designed to trick your brain into trying to spell the wrong word, like prancing pirouette uh, pointedly uh, and just like all these words that sound like kind of similar. Uh, yeah, well, and they, they don't really cohere into meaning. And I'm just like, oh, I can't type that. A lot of the exercises are like drills. So there's one that's just like yeah. only keys from the top row, one that's only keys on your left hand. Uh, and oh. they were, yeah. Did you not get those? Those were like all the ones I unlocked were like the ones that were like, this is a, basically a, a drill to get, 
like make you be better. Turns out I'm way worse with my right hand than my left hand. My right hand was oh, is horrible. That true? Yeah, my left hand was like pretty good, which I guess it makes sense. There's like a lot more commonly used letters on the left hand, like A E R T R D C. Yeah, uh, wow, it really is disproportionately. That is like yeah, and I was like, it was it was weird to me, and it was another thing that played back into like making something that is like subconscious and like muscle memory uh be something you actually think about is like oh man i'm bad at typing with like using the my right hand in typing i've been (laughs) fucking up this whole time (laughs) yeah Um, seriously another thing that i actually um this was reminding me about like a fun typing history thing is you know mm -hmm. why the letters on uh keyboards are the like random order that they are like why we have qwerty I've heard it before, but I don't remember. And if I did, even if I did, it would be dumb for the podcast for you not to continue your story. <laughs> okay. Uh, which is the reason is that uh, they scrambled the letters to make it harder for typists to type because they were typing so fast that on yep. the specific keyboard they were using was they were getting jammed too much. So mm-hmm. if you could uh, slow people down enough, then it was like they'd be going at the speed that the typewriter could handle. That's obviously irrelevant now. And it became yep. irrelevant shortly after they did it because they just smoothed out uh, typewriters. But yeah. uh, it's, it's sort of funny to think that like now we have like who can go fastest yeah. with, with a layout designed to slow you down. <laughs> Listen, Dvorak master race. Okay. Quirty's Quirty's getting out of here. What? I'm I don't actually know course. what the layout of the, Oh, by the way, that, uh, that record that I told you from Barbara Blackburn in 2005, that uh, was a, with a Dvorak. Yeah, I feel like probably most records are, I think. Any is it just much is, easier to... What is, what's different about it? It's just the letters are in... Like, everything is... Uh, I, I Don't quote me on this because I've only had it described to me. I've never actually done any research myself. But it's like everything is uh, organized around the home row. So, like, the home rows are all the letters that are used the most... And then like it radiates outward from there so that like you're having to do uh, the the letters that you're using most. You're doing the least work to have to type and like doing shift and stuff anyway. So like um, probably P is where or X is probably where P is maybe or something like that. I'm not using X very often. Oh, I see. I see. I had to look at it. You know, it's bad how bad I am at typing when I had to like look at my keyboard to um like or like not even how bad i am at typing but just how much of it is a thing like pure lizard brain i don't even (laughs) think about it anymore Um, oh x is right in the middle of the bottom row that's interesting hmm. oh but they put a lot of the like like the punctuation where like q w is yeah 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 yeah, that's interesting Mm -hmm. uh yeah and lots of vowels in the home row vowels t d yeah it seems like it is much more like uh, like um, optimized when it comes to like the the speed limits of the human hand. Yeah, like, I mean, I think like there's like tangible evidence that like yeah, Dvorak is pretty much universally better. But at this mm, point, it'd be so hard to switch. Yeah, path dependency. Exactly. You know. Um. But you were you were talking about why uh like QWERTY exists uh to make like typing on like an actual analog typewriter uh like possible uh, what is your experience with an actual analog typewriter any um very small katie has one uh mm-hmm. so we sometimes like use it when we're just like just for fun um sure i tried to once upon a time uh when i was younger and i thought i wanted to try and write a novel 
I had yes. the, the delusion that doing it on a typewriter would make it easier. So I tried uh, using my mom's old typewriter from when she was in college, which is not one, not one of those like classic Remington ones. It like has a keyboard that feels like digital and it had a little like digital readout, but it was oh, still huh. a, a typewriter. It's like a weird like liminal moment when typing was transitioning from pure mechanical to pure digital. And uh-huh. it was on that. Um, but that's pretty much my only, uh, my only experience. So, so, uh, as a kid, my mom had this, uh, it was like, I don't know when it was from, it must've been from probably the seventies or eighties when my mom was a young adult. Uh, right. and it's like an, or the way she sold to me was like, Oh, it was like when you were first being able to get a typewriter that was portable that you could like, Oh, uh, it there was wasn't like, like a million so pounds. <laughs> yeah. So it like is the the rough approximate form factor of a briefcase and like the top shell of it oh, closes and it has one a of these handle before. i think yeah, my it was, grandpa or someone had one of those that we played with as a kid yeah it uh. was cool and and <laughs> i would just like as a kid i would i would go and like i don't know type out song lyrics or like write oh. a poem about star wars or some shit with it nice i hope uh, you still have your star wars poems that's what i actually i have a star wars por- poem that was published in a book of children's poetry thank you very really much. nice yes, dude sir. nice yes, sir. and it's a spoof of the roses are red violets are blue poem <laughs> lightsabers are red some are blue yes uh, that literally it's uh darth maul is red some lightsabers are blue uh <laughs> something about using the force and you should, t- I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> amazing. I should find, I'm sure I still have that oh, in my, at my parents' house. Yeah. A young poet. Uh, That's from, incredible. From yeah. Um, That's but anyway, incredible. uh, I, typewriters are cool, man. It's like, yeah, such a crazy cool. thing. Like thinking about it now, it's just like, you know, signals in a computer ones and zeros that make letters go. But like, uh, I remember as a kid being like so fascinated by how the keys worked and like how if you hit two keys at the same time, it would like jam up and like yeah. watching the little arms like get stuck on each other. It's, yeah. it's cool shit, man. And this I, game like evokes some of that. Yeah, it does. I do think, I mean, one of the things that I, I sort of had this impression when it came to the the sliding F1 to F12, but mm-hmm. um, there, uh, there's something about the like mechanicalness of like old machines with that when you, when you like grow up in a, a digitally mediated uh, society, there's just something uh-huh. like weirdly somehow like mechanical stuff seems impossibly complicated relative yes. to like you look at a keyboard and just the fact that there is a little tiny arm with uh-huh. a letter etched yep. onto it in steel. And that uh-huh. is hitting some ink and then just printing it straight onto a yeah a piece it's of paper. Like, how like, was this this? How was this the most efficient solution? I know, this is right? fucking crazy. How much maintenance did this thing? If you were using it every day, <laughs> like uh, it's just the little spindly arms, and then yeah, it's yeah. Like, you're you're right though. Like so mu- so much stuff from like uh, early industrial or even like before that time. It's just like how is this the solution? This is yeah. fucking. Uh, heinous man this is crazy life used to be so hard (laughs) it's like something about the i think this is one of the reasons why like steampunk is so like so popular Mm. because there's something just weirdly like arcane and fascinating about like Mm. non-digital high technology it's just like it doesn't seem like it should work (laughs) 
Yeah, it's like it's like almost part of the appeal is that uh, a crazy mechanized steam powered robot is yeah. uh, not that much crazier than a fucking typewriter because it's like yes, yeah, look at how many both. parts are in that. Seriously, and then yeah, it's also like uh, it's it sort of you start to like realize why like like typewriter maintenance or like watchmaker was like mm. a enormous profession that lots of people oh, did yeah. because. And a highly skilled profession. Highly lots. skilled, lots of training. Like those things must have been breaking all the time. Yeah. Like, well, I guess now, wa- I guess the sign of a well-made watch is it doesn't break that often. But if it did yeah. break, you couldn't do shit about it unless you're a watchmaker. Yeah, and it's like now those people still exist, but there are way fewer of them, and I'm sure their services cost way more money. Yeah, true. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's fucking, Man, fucking technology it changes, dude. It's nuts, dude. Sometimes um, they use one thing and then later they use a different thing. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> uh, none of this has that much to do with this game. Time dreams, uh, do you have uh, uh, I'm trying to think of, there was, there's something else I was going to bring up. So you should try to think of, um, well, I guess I kind of wanted to um, just reiterate how, how I really felt like I only got a, um, a, small fraction of what this game has both because it's not all released and because it like it's really hard i mean i don't know if it's just like uh if it's um just supposed to be extremely hard or if it's really supposed to be i almost have the impression it's really supposed to be like if you want to train yourself to type faster like it's supposed to be like in which case yeah like extreme difficulty makes sense um, it, it almost more than any like typing game I've played before. Cause it's like gamifying typing is not a new concept. I feel like this has existed sure, for a very sure. long time. Like Mavis beacon teaches typing or uh-huh. we had some weird game when I was in elementary school where we'd go in the computer lab and you'd like, yeah, shoot uh, we had one too. typing, but, but, uh, <laughs> we didn't have that. This, one. this feels like this is kind of a game, but like, this is that, that real shit. This is the dark souls of typing games, right? Like this game is going to pull no punches, but you will get better at typing. Uh, and I, I feel like part of me wanted to be like, okay, I I should actually like sit down with this, you know, once or twice a week for an hour and try and like actually improve my typing skills because it's actually seems to be revealing to me some, some actual like lacking of, of like my typing abilities but also i think part of this game which we haven't addressed yet is that uh the user interface uh (laughs) leaves quite a bit to be desired yeah it was yeah i actually have a uh sort of like i i can see what um so one of the user interface things that both you and i were talking about before the podcast we were like Mm. a little confused by is that you scroll through options and all the menus by pressing space and it goes down and you uh and so in order to scroll up you have to scroll all the way around um, a mm. few of them you mentioned that there's a page up or page down but i didn't actually encounter any space where i could do that mm. um and the reason for that seems to be that uh the game is really fascinated with like obsolete technology and it kind of wants mm. to be like you know, this is like it makes it feel more old if you have to sure. scroll all the way around or something like that um and so on the one hand i'm like Okay, that's cool that you're like committed to that. On the other mm-hmm. hand, I was just like constantly like, <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's like uh, w- what is the the limit, right? Because if if I want to uh, have a game that's like really slavish to uh, like um, uh, emulating mechanized old outmoded versions of of typing, 
uh, you can have that. And like sort of as I was talking about earlier, I feel, feel like for a story mode, that might make a lot more sense. But then to yeah. also be like, also actually type pretty fast because uh, that's like the whole challenge of this game. Then it's like, well, sh- f- I can't do both. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not good enough at typing to to do that. And honestly, I think it now that you mention it, like the the insistence upon sort of sticking to all of the the interface. Uh, there's no mouse. You're not you're not ever clicking no around mouse, with the mouse. Yeah. It's all hitting enter all and hitting space and going back. Uh, and I, I'm I'm. It's it's kind of almost in conversation with uh, what we were just talking about about how complicated old machinery was. It's like this game is is kind of almost trying to em- emulate like yeah this shit is like way complicated and it's like why was this doesn't make sense this is why would this be the way that this is done and now that i'm thinking about him uh i i I do think that it's i mean i do i thought it was intentional before but i'm starting to come to terms with the intention and maybe like okay i see what you're i see what you're going for now more yeah it's trying to like like, evoke a feeling of like like inscrutable technology or like mm -hmm. or not inscrutable like inaccessible technology like Mm -hmm. like to just be like what is this unfathomably complex complex to someone who's had like a much simpler and more intuitive version of your entire life yeah exactly yeah i think uh i think that is what um uh what it's doing um another thing that 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 the game sort of made me uh think about is like uh typing games is like the only kind of game where there's a directly indexical relationship between the button you press and what happens on screen like mm. like i i think a lot about like game controllers and like how they uh, like i find it really interesting when games try to like simulate uh a specific feeling uh, in mm. your hand um like like the make motion. you do a, a certain motion in a way that like the motion itself is associated with what's happening like on screen sure. rather than yeah, just yeah i mean the, the most basic is that uh classic you know gun triggers like that used to be buttons on the top of a controller and then they made them triggers because shooting games are such like a, yeah, exactly. Because it it like feels like pulling a trigger. Um, and then, yeah, there's, and then, you know, like the most extreme version is like you get a literal guitar controller, a a plastic guitar, (laughs) but then sometimes games try to do, uh, things where they, I mean, I feel like Nintendo party games do this a lot where like you have to spin Mm -hmm. the, the joystick around whenever your character is like moving in a, a circular motion. Whereas you, mm-hmm. the, you could get the same mechanical effect by just jamming a button, but it's like trying to make an association between the actual motion you're doing and what's happening on yeah. game. And these these like, like this style of control is becoming even more popular with uh, VR um, because yeah. once you're so deeply immersed in like a world like you would be when you're wearing a VR headset, uh, suddenly the uh, intuitiveness of a controller doesn't feel as intuitive because it's like oh, wait yeah. a second this is yeah, weird true. so they're in- incorporating motion controllers where it's like detecting what your fingers are doing so you can actually like i know on the vive like you can point with your finger and it, it oh, can detect really? that you're pointing with your finger yeah or at least oh. it was sold at some point there was a prototype that I'm, I'm relatively sure you you can do that i may be wrong i remember um, when the last time i used uh a vr it was still like you point with the controller rather mm. than the and i was like i mean it's remarkably like accurate yeah, and it, it's like I think I think part of it is that uh, when you when you do the thing with your hand that you want the character to do, the controller can understand a basic thing of like, oh, I've lifted my my finger off of the part of the controller where my index finger would be. So 
obviously in real life i'm probably pointing my index finger out because that's like a pretty universal thing so the game can represent that in the game be like okay so they're pointing their finger out or i've definitely uh, there's uh, i know it's common in uh in games uh where you if you move your middle finger up you can you can flip uh, everybody off uh or or something like that or you can do like a peace sign and it'll actually be reflected in the game um so yeah it's it's i think it's the, cool that we're go, go ahead. ahead i was just gonna say the fun fact uh index is the, that word actually is uh, comes from the latin word for your pointer finger but that's all i i was gonna say there <laughs> Wow! Thanks, thanks for uh, this <laughs> well, you're just Jordan's talking, Latin minute. You're just talking about like like pointing and stuff. Uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> no, it's totally you know totally valuable. I'm sure our listeners loved that fun to- fact, Jordan. Totally relevant. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. I I was I was out of thought anyway. Um, um, well, uh, did you have anything else about uh, type dreams that you wanted to bring up before we? I again I wish I was better at it because I want to play it more and like the, the writing I guess we haven't talked much about the writing but the writing all seems pretty good and uh, a lot of voice acting there's like a lot of yeah yeah voice. and but there's a there's a great one so like when you're selecting uh the keyboards it has someone like read out the name of the keyboards and like say a little like flavor uh you know line about it mm. my favorite is the IBM which when you <laughs> Oh, what was you go to the name? IBM? It's some lady, and she goes, she goes, she goes. IBM, I, I, I beat a master a, a typing. <laughs> no, <laughs> and I, I laughed, I laughed for, uh, I, 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 that one got me good. Too much. So I, I, I wish that I was, I was more good at this game, so I could see more of it because it seems like there's a wealth of it, and what I saw seemed good. Yeah, uh, I definitely, um, and was impressed by just the sheer like amount of content here and i really want to i will definitely revisit it when the story mode comes out it has um it says on the itch page or maybe i read this in the game itself but that the when more gets released uh you'll automatically be able to download it if you already purchased the, the yeah old which one, so. i don't do we i forget if we specified it's this at the top this is a, a game for for five dollars oh gotta, yeah you gotta buy we it. did not specify you gotta spend that, money but. on it you you cheapskates cash money we love you even if you don't have money, it's not pay you. what you want unless what you want to pay is $5. <laughs> then it is. <laughs> uh, well, a- anyway, that's, that's type dreams. Mm-hmm. And, uh, next week we are, we're going to be playing a game called paint Andy, mm-hmm. which, um, seems like a digital simulation of that thing that, uh, you could get in the, in the mid two thousands, that toy that has like a little motor and it like spins a piece of paper around and then you like squirt little p- paint on it and it draws like crazy patterns. seems like that. I have no idea what you're talking about. You don't know what that is. Wait. Oh, Jordan. We should, uh, I should find out what that's called by next week. I'm going to find out what that thing is called and, <laughs> and share it with about our it. listeners. When we talk I'm about pretty sure it. my sister had one or maybe like one of our cousins had one. And it was, uh, you know, I feel like parents hated it because obviously it's like messy paint spinning around uh, <laughs> at a potentially high speed uh, and like children just being like, I'm squirting paint out of a bottle onto a, you know, a spinning, a motorized spinning thing. I feel like when I find it uh, and I'll be and like, oh, shit, like, my oh, childhood. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, kid, parents these days have it too easy. They just give their kids paint Andy makes yeah. no mess at all no that what they really do is give their kid an ipad and <laughs> saying, uh have fun yeah kid. 
Yeah, go nuts. Go watch some creepy uh, computer-generated videos on YouTube. Go become radically uh, yeah, go Go get radicalized by the internet <laughs> at uh, age yeah. six. On YouTube. <laughs> on YouTube. Logan, Lo- Logan Paul's out here. Welcome to the 21st uh, century. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, anyway, uh, if you want a link to Paint Andy, which seems uh, not radical at all and seems fun and nice. Wholesome. Uh, wholesome. And yeah, fun. hopefully wholesome. Uh, you can you can get a link to that uh, on, on Twitter, probably, when we'll most likely probably tweet it. Yeah, uh, you should follow us uh, at EdgeGuardCast is our handle. We tweet out all the, all the games we play um, and all the new episodes. So if you're interested in finding one of the games that we feature on the podcast or if you want to make a recommendation, you can tweet us there. Or if you just uh, want to follow for some for some good content, you should go ahead and do that. So follow us on Twitter and we'll tweet out Paid Andy next week uh, and the new episode. And we will we'll talk to you then.